Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I have been talking about one of the keys to open heaven. There are many keys that the heaven is open over us, and everything in heaven will flow into our life. I want to say one thing: that I did not grow up in a church. I did not grow up as a Christian. I was a Buddhist. So I came to know Christ when I just finished the training to become a neurosurgeon in Thailand. Many years ago, so the concept of God, the concept of the Bible, and the things of God were new to me. I did not know the Bible at all. I had no idea what God said. But I can say one thing today, thirty something years later on, I can say one thing today: the principle of God, the truth of God in the Bible, is so good. And I don't just teach this because I go to Bible school to study Bible and have a diploma to become a pastor, so I can have a salary. It's not. It's not me. I preach the Word of God because I believe in the Word of God, and I believe that if God's people really follow the Bible, they will have the same or similar experiences I have. I have experiences that. The word of God works, and is so good. Thirty-something years now, turning from Buddhism into Christianity, I know the best thing in the life, in our life, is to know God and to follow the Scripture, the handbook we call the Bible. So I'm not preaching this because of my duty as a pastor to preach on Sunday, but I'm preaching because I'm so convicted in my heart. I have a great conviction that the word of God is true, and the word of God works for all of us if we follow the word of God. Amen. So I will continue to talk about the business of blessing others. God is in the blessing business. So if we want to join His company, and heaven will be open for us to flow everything in heaven into us. And that blessing of God can flow through us. We need to join the blessing business of God. We're going to learn more about that today. But many times, we are little children in the eyes of God. And in fact, yesterday God spoke to me. How old are you? He asked me. I say I'm sixty something. And how do you feel when you look at a two years old boy? I say, when I look at a two-year-old boy, oh, little kid, I think this way, little boy, and then he said to me, "You know how long have I been around for eternity? Do you know how long this world been around? Thousand of years. Do you know how long this Bible been around? Thousand of years. So he said, 'Don't be prideful. You are little kid.'" Compared to me, you are just a little child, like a 60 years old man. Look at the two years; actually, more than that. 
Because thousands of years, look at the 60 years old man. I'm nothing. But because of that, we still have sometimes little children behavior. One of the behaviors of the little children is to try to get by and try to argue and try to minimize what the father tell them to do. And that's what happened to Peter in Matthew chapter 18, verse 21. Then Peter came to him, to Jesus, and said, "Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Up to seven times." Peter tried to find the way out, tried to bargain how much he should forgive and he should bless people. Then Jesus answered in verse 22, "I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy." Times seven. So Jesus tried to tell us that I tell you to be the blessing to other people. That's what He's promised to Abraham. I bless you so that you can bless other people. You forgive people. You bless people. And the word seventy times seven. What does it mean? Seven in the Bible. The word seven in the Bible means fullness. It means completeness. It means swearing and make an oath. So seventy times seven mean complete fullness, done deal, complete or infinity. Time infinity or complete, and make an oath. I will do this forever, and time tens. So it means forever and ever and ever. You make an oath with God that I will forgive people. Love people, do good to my enemies, and bless people. I'm gonna keep blessing people. I want to encourage you to have the right attitude when you come to church. You don't come because you want to fulfill your religious obligation or commitment. Oh, yeah, I have to go to church as a Christian once a week on Sunday, and I go to care group once a week. I read the Bible as a ritual things. No, you need to think this way. I want to bless my God. I want to come and worship God. I want to come and bless other people. I'm looking for opportunity to greet people, bless people, smile to people, and say good things to people, encourage people. Everywhere I go, I want to be a part of the blessing business of God, and go beyond just Christian brother and sister. Look at Matthew chapter five, forty-four to forty-five. The blessing business go beyond just your wife, your kids, and your. Loved ones and your friend in the church, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of the, your Father in heaven, for He makes His sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. This is the character test. If you become more mature as a Christian, if you embrace the character of Christ, if you are strong spiritually, it doesn't mean you have to shout on the microphone and speak out loud and yell and quote the scripture. Your strength, your spiritual maturity, is not about how loud your voice is or how much you know the Bible, but how much you love, forgive. And bless other people, including people who hurt you, persecute you, and take advantage of you. That is a character test. 
Can you do that? If you cannot do that, you still little children, very immature. If you become mature man or Christ-like, you grow spiritually. You're gonna represent God on earth when people look at you. Wow, God looks like this. This man, this woman, look like God. This so loving. They bless people everywhere they go. They bless people. They become a blessing to other people. They even bless the unrighteous and the wicked people. They just pray and bless, and they are not taken. Advantage of anybody, they don't take revenge, and that's what Peter said too. You know, Peter before he repented and became the apostle of Christ later on, he was a very short-tempered man. He was very quick to speak and slow to listen. And I remember the story that he was so short-tempered that he pulled the knife out, the sword out, and cut the right ear of one of the. Slave of the high priest in the garden, he was like that, and he denied Jesus three times. He ran away, but after the resurrection of Christ, he met the Lord Jesus, and he repented, and he was filled with the Holy Spirit and the fire of God in the upper room. He became a changed man after he met the resurrected Jesus Christ and touched by the Holy Spirit. Look at what he wrote, which is opposite to his original character. First Peter chapter three verses eight to nine. Finally, all of you be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Do you have compassion for people, or do you want to bluff people and put people down and compare and look down on people, or you have compassion for other people? Love as brothers. When you see brother and sister in the church, do you love them? Or you look down on them. Be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing. So we will not hurt anybody. Two days ago, I was walking in the hospital, Overlake Hospital. I was praying to God, God, please. I will not do anything to hurt anybody, to take advantage of anybody with words and action or anything. Everywhere I go, I want to be a blessing to people. I want to build your people up. I want to see your people blessed and strong and healed and delivered and do good. I want to be your vessel, Lord. That's what I pray to God while I was walking in the hospital. I want to be the blessing to other people, and then. Peter continued to say, "Knowing that you were called to this, everyone say, 'I'm called to bless others.' And what is the outcome if you make a decision to join the business of blessing other people, that you may inherit a blessing? When you make a decision to live your life to bless others." You shall inherit. What does it mean? Inherit. Inherit means your dad or your mom give you inheritance. Okay, this is for you. You get the inheritance from God. God say you will receive the inheritance from heaven, and that is the blessing of God. When you bless others, God say you shall inherit the blessing of heaven. I shall bless you. I would like to 
really ask all of you from today on. Let's make a decision that we will go everywhere with the attitude that I want to bless other people. Amen. What can I bless other people with my words, with my action, with my finances? Anything I can do to bless other people. How many people want to inherit the blessing? I want to inherit the blessing. And in order to inherit the blessing, God say, blessing other people. Blessing other people with your words. Blessing other people with your action. James chapter 3, verses 10 to 12 say, Out of the same mouth, proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, this thing ought not to be so. We should not use our same mouth, sometimes bless people and sometimes curse people or gossip or damage other people's reputation or slander other people. We should use our mouth to bless and to build people up. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear fricks? Does no spring yields both salt water and fresh at the same time. That's why we need to fill our heart with the love of God here. Because everything we say from our mouth comes from here. You may be able to pretend for a while, talk nice, but if your heart is full of dirty things, pride, bitterness, anger, resentment, unforgiveness, eventually it will come out from your mouth. It will be like a salty water, not clear, clean water. So that's why you have to watch your heart carefully. What is in here? If something wrong in here, repent ASAP and learn not to allow any negative things to come into your heart. You have the door of your heart. Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door. If you open the door, who opened the door? You opened the door, not the devil. The devil cannot open your door. You open the door yourself. If you open the door, either good things come in or bad things come in. You allow only good things come in. The word of God, the Holy Spirit. Don't allow any bad attitudes to come in. First John chapter 4, 20-21 say, If someone say, I love God. I like this one. This one. I like the apostle writing because it's so straightforward. Hate his brother. He is a liar. If you say, I love God, but you hate your brother, you are a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? And this commandment, this is a command. This is not a baking thing. He commands us. We have from him that he who loves God must love his brother also. Let us love God by loving other people and blessing other people. How can we know how much a person loves God? Very simple. You don't see God. People can be sweet words. Oh, I love God. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. I love God. Oh, you can say anything you want, but I want to see your action. What is the action of loving God? You love brothers and sisters. You love your church. You love, you know, when I step out from the Toronto airport, the pastor, his name is Pastor Sompet. He is a Laotian pastor, the same age as mine. He came to pick us up. 
And when I step out and look at his face, I just already love this man. I love this man. He served God in the Salvation Army for years and years. Now he pioneered another church in Toronto, and he has to drive every week one hour and one hour back. I love him. I love my brother. He is Laotian. He lives in Canada, but I love him. Because the love of God is in me. So when we love God, we love people. Pastor Da loved his wife. Her name is Pungan. Very godly woman. Wow, we need to love one another. It's a command from God. Amen? Romans chapter 15, verse 29. This should be our lifestyle. Our lifestyle should be this way. But I know that when I come to you, can we say the same thing? When I come to my wife, when I come to my husband, when I come to church, when I go visit any church, when I go to office, when I come to you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. In other words, you see yourself. Everywhere you show up, everywhere you go, you carry the fullness of blessing. And you want to distribute the blessing to other people. That should be our lifestyle. You spend time with God. God bless me. Bless my business. Bless my finances. Bless my family. Bless me. So everywhere I go, I will carry the fullness of blessing. And I will bless other people. Everyone make your hand this way. Bless me. Fullness of blessing. And then make your hand this way. Bless others. I will go everywhere with the fullness of blessing. You're not the type of person that when you go to the company, the company break down. We don't go to any house and that, that house, the husband and wife start to fight one another. You're not the type of person that you join the church and make the church so headache and oh, the pastor cry and could not sleep for 10 days. No, 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 no. Everywhere you go, that place, the people in that place will be blessed by you. The business will be better because you carry the blessing of God. The husband and wife, you, you visit that household. That household can be blessed. The kids will be blessed. Everywhere you go, you come or you show up with the fullness of blessing. And let me read a few scriptures here to show you how we're going to be in the business of blessing. In Ezekiel chapter 44, verse 30, the best of all first fruits of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind from all your sacrifices shall be the priest. And you shall give to the priest the first of your ground meal and to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Wow, I like this one. Many of you never read this scripture. Ezekiel 44. This scripture compared to today, what it means. I going to give the best to God. The first fruit. I going to give the best to God, not the leftover. And in the real action of giving the best to God, it also means that I will bless my pastor. My priest, my leader, I will not abuse him or her. I will bless him and her. I will do anything to bless 
my spiritual father and leader, because they are the representative from God. The Bible says in the, the book of Ephesians, Jesus went up to heaven and sent the gift from God, the gift from heaven. That gift is apostle, prophet, evangelist, teachers, and pastor. They represent God. They were sent by God to take care of you. So one of the way to show that you're going to receive the blessing from God is to bless your spiritual leader. Amen. I'm talking not about my personal life. I'm talking about the principle of the Bible. Let's look at another one. First Chronicle 23 verse 13 on the opposite way. The sons of Amram, Aaron and Moses, and Aaron was set apart. He and his sons forever that he should sanctify the most holy things to burn incense before the Lord and to minister to him and to give the blessing in his name forever. Okay, Ezekiel talked about God's people bless the priests. Now, First Chronicle 23 talks about the priests live a life to give the blessing in the name of Yeshua to the members. Now you see both sides. God's people bless the minister or your spiritual leader. And the spiritual leader bless the members. In other words, the church is the community of blessing each other. We bless one another. Who is another one that we should bless in our Christian walk? Luke chapter 24, 52 to 53. And they worship him. And returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. We can see here three areas of blessing. As a church community. We bless God. We worship God. We come to on Sunday. We sing song to God. We wrote the check before we show up. And that check is say, when I give this tie to you, I want to bless you. I want to be a part of building the kingdom of God. And I will speak honor and praise to you. I want to live a life to worship you and bless you. And at the same time, I want to bless my pastor and leaders. And the pastor and leaders say the same thing. I want to bless the members of the church. So the whole community it's about blessing, 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 blessing God, blessing leader, blessing member, blessing each other. And if we can live like that, we're going to be the house of the blessing of God. The fullness of the blessing shall be in the house of God. I like this scripture in Psalm chapter 103, verses 1 to 5. How King David blessed God. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities or my iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Is there any sickness that God cannot heal? There's none. God can heal any sickness. All your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Thank God. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercy. Who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Everyone say, bless the Lord, O my soul, 
and all that is with me. His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. When you wake up in the morning, bless the Lord, O my soul. When you drive the car with a traffic jam, bless the Lord, O my soul. When the boss yells at you, bless the Lord, O my soul. <laughs> When you cannot sleep at night, bless the Lord, O my soul. Amen. You bless the Lord. You praise Him. You worship Him all the time. And if you can live that way, the blessing business, you are giving yourself the open door to enter into the blessing of heaven. You will step through the door of heaven, and God is going to bless you beyond the ability that you can contain them, because you bless God, you bless your leader. And you bless one another. Ezekiel chapter thirty-four, verse twenty-six. I will make them, and the places all around my hill are blessing. Wow! Imagine God bless you, and the surrounding your environment around you is a blessing. Everywhere you go, you have bubble of blessing around you. You touch anything. Bless, bless, amen. One sister in the church said that, Pastor Da, you're so blessed. Every time I went out to buy fruit to eat myself, it was not that sweet. But lately, when I buy for you, it look the same outside. You knock on it, oh yeah, look like you can eat now. But the fruit that I bought for you, every time. It was sweet. It's not fair because the blessing of God is around Pasada. You see, the Bible say, "I will make the places all around my hill." You know, you carry the presence of God. You receive the blessing from God, and it will cause showers to come down in that season. The shower of what? The shower of blessing come down upon you. There shall be showers of blessing. Do you see yourself as a person? Because you enjoy the business of God, everywhere you go, showers of blessing is around you. The hill or the home that maybe you live in Renton, maybe you live in Kent, maybe you live in uh, Everett, South Everett, wherever you are, that place. Full of the shower of blessing of God. That home before you bought may look run down, but when you move in, the blessing start to come up in that house because of the shower of blessing is around you. Amen. Not only that, Proverbs chapter eleven verse eleven, by the blessing of the upright. How many people is the upright here? Who are the upright here? The city is exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked, my brother and sister. Let us become this way. Everywhere you go, that society shall be uplifted, shall be blessed by you, because you're so full of the blessing of God. We bless our pastor. We bless God, and the pastor blesses. We bless one another. When you see each other, God bless you, bless you, bless you. We bless one another. And then the shower of blessing come upon us, and everywhere we go, 
that place is going to be full of the blessing of God. Amen. Matthew seven twenty to twenty three. He went on. He said, "What comes out of man is what makes man makes him unclean. For from within, out of men's hearts, come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice." Deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and folly. All these evils come from inside and make a man unclean. My dear brother, sister, the first thing you need to do to receive the blessing of God is to clean up your heart. If you want to join the business of blessing, don't entertain any wrong thoughts or evil attitude at all. Because if you keep them on the inside, it's gonna come out from your mouth. You're gonna come out with the words of failure and cursing and bad things out of your mouth. You need to clean up your heart every day. You need to let the word of God clean up your heart, filled with the love and compassion and forgiveness and goodness of God. And when you open your eyes to you see everything, you bless people, you love people. It's so important that you use your mouth to. Bless people to love people. Your action, full of goodness, not evil things, not full of strife, cursing, jealousy. You do everything to be the blessing. You know why? Let me read for you Psalm one o nine seventeen to eighteen. Psalm one o nine seventeen and eighteen. How many people love yourself? Raise your hand up. Do you love yourself? Okay. As he loved cursing. So let it come to him, as he did not delight in blessing. So let it be far from him, as he clothed himself with cursing, as with his garment. So let it enter his body like water, and like oil into his bones. Wow, the scripture is so profound. If you fill your heart with bad things, hatred. Unforgiveness, and you begin to speak cursing, speak negative, speak wrong things out of your mouth. You entertain wrong things. The Bible compare like you're clothing yourself with cursing as a garment, and that cursing and the negative thing will penetrate into your body like water, and into your bone, and eventually it will eat you up like a poison to destroy you. But if you Only welcome goodness, love, mercy, compassion, and kindness, and you always speak positive. Bless that person. I love that person. Oh, may the Lord bless him, bless her. It will be the same way. You clothe yourself with a blessing. Delight. The Bible say he did not delight in blessing, so let it be far from him. So when you on the opposite way, when you delight in the blessing. What happened to you? The blessing start to go into you, and you will be blessed all the time. You choose: Are you gonna clothe yourself with the cursing, with the wrong attitude, with the wrong mouth, bad tongues, or you gonna clothe yourself with blessing, goodness of God, compassion and kindness? Which one? Blessing. Amen. Wow. The, Scripture is so profound here. So examine yourself every day. 
don't yield to the wrong attitude, to the hatred, unforgiveness, competition, looking down on people, or bluffing people, making people feel bad. No, you bless people. You want to lift people up. Amen. And if you can live like that, you are in the blessing of God. The shower of blessing upon you. What happened to you? Numbers. I'm going to read a few more passages. Number 22, verse 12. And God said to Balaam, You shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. 23, 7 to 8. Number 23, 7 to 8. This was the message Balaam delivered. Balak summoned me to come from Aram, the king of Moab. Brought me from the eastern hills. Come, he said. Curse Jacob for me. In other words, people may say, try to say, curse members of New Hope International Church. Come and announce Israel doom. But how can I curse those whom God has not cursed? How can I condemn those whom the Lord has not condemned? Nehemiah chapter 13 verses 1 to 3. That day, they read from the book of Moses in the hearing of the people. And in it was found written that no Ammonite or Moabite should ever come into the assembly of God. Because they had not met the children of Israel with bread and water. But hired Balaam against them to curse them. However, our God turned the curse into a blessing. So it was when they heard the law that they separate all the mixed multitude from Israel. These three passages of the scripture say that if you obey God, you walk with God, you fill your mouth with the blessing of God, you enjoy the business of blessing, God look from heaven and say, bless you, I send a shower blessing upon you, even though other people will curse you, try to destroy you, it cannot affect you at all. The word of cursing will bounce out of you because God has blessed you. Everyone make your hand like this. No one can curse me because the blessing of God is upon me. Hallelujah. And how are you going to be blessed by God? Let's look at a few more words. Are you okay? Okay. I try to finish the sermon today. John fourteen twenty three. Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him. We mean the Father and the Son. We'll come to him and make our home with him. When a person shows up, everything about that person is there. Amen? When Tom shows up, his credit card is there too. His checkbook. I don't say which Tom yet. I just say Tom. Okay. So when God shows up, everything about him is there. What does he have? Power, grace, favor, mercy, prosperity, strength, healing, 
health, wisdom, everything come. He said that if you obey me, you love me, start from loving God. If you love God, you obey God, then his presence will come with you, show up. And everything from heaven is there with you. Is that wonderful? I love that. I want to live in the presence of God that heaven is around me. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 8 say, The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is given you. Wow. You can see here that when you obey God and you love God, the key is to obey and love God. The blessing of God will come over you, follow you everywhere. His presence will be with you. And no one can curse you. I like that kind of lifestyle. I want to live that lifestyle. That God's presence is with me. The blessing of God is with me so I can bless other people. Now look at what Paul say in his ministry. Paul was so persecuted. He was stoned. He was rejected. He was mistreated by a lot of people. And look at how Paul responded to the persecution. 1 Corinthians 4, 12 to 13. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. Wow, I like that. Up to this moment, we have become the scum of the earth, the refuse of the world. So when people persecute you, you treat them well back. When people curse you, you bless them. Peter said the same thing. Jesus said the same thing. Paul said the same thing. We are in the blessing business of God. Romans chapter 12 verse 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Right, let me read one more. Luke chapter 6, 27 to 31. But I say to you, who here love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other too. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you, and from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. All this scripture, in conclusion, let's join the blessing business of God. Let's live to bless people. Amen? People may borrow your money and they don't return. Just pray for them. Maybe you can talk to them that this is not right because you will not be blessed if you cheat money. But don't call crutches. Bless that person. God can give you money back in another way. But if you are wise, don't loan money people easily. You need to talk to the Holy Spirit first. Don't just write a check to people easily like that. Everything you do, you should be led by the Holy Spirit, not by financial gain. Amen? Be careful about the money. Because you don't want to just write check to everybody like that. God still give you wisdom where to sow the money. Amen. Let me read one last scripture to the dad in this room. Psalm 37, 23 to 26. The steps of a good man 
are ordered by the Lord. You see, you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. You should not do things out of your emotion, out of any other reason at all. The Holy Spirit should lead you, and He delights in His way. God delights in the way of a good man. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholds him with His hand. I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his descendants. Baking bread. Talking about dad and children. He is ever merciful, a lens. And his descendants are blessed. What I like to say, that I have been a Christian for 37 years now. I noticed one thing. The person that impact the children the most are the father. I have seen father in this church that one day have bad attitude, walk away, gossip about me, attacking me, and begin to disappear from church. And I noticed that all of their children backslid and never go to church anymore. On the contrary, dads who love God, faithful to God, Love their pastors. Love the church. No matter what up and down, that dad still come to church. A righteous man, follow the Lord, don't walk by the flesh. I notice that all of their children love God, bless, and inherit the land. Parents, you are in the business of blessing. The blessing is not just about other people in your company, or in the church. The blessing includes your children. You want your children to be blessed? Behave. Have the right attitude. Do the right thing. Don't be goofy. Be faithful. Go to church. Serve God. Have the right attitude toward your leaders. Always have the right heart. And that blessing is going to go down to the next generation. The reason I say this is because I'm so sad to see some children who left this church and disappear from the kingdom of God. And the cause is not the children are bad because the dad has a wrong attitude and walk away. And the whole family, gone. So we have to be very careful about what we do as a man of authority in the household. Mom, you pray to God for the grace. If the dad is not following God, you still depend on the grace of God. Ask God to lead you how to save him and how to save your children. God is gracious. I believe if you are faithful to God, and keep your attitude right, and you want to be the blessing to your husband or to the dad and to your children. God going to lead you. God going to listen to your prayer, and He's going to lead your husband to God. He's going to lead the children to God eventually. Don't give up. Fight the good fight of the faith for your children. Be the blessing to your husband and to your children. And God going to turn the situation around. The blessing of God will flow into your household. 
eventually. I believe God never forsake you. You pray, you believe, you stand firm and do the right thing, and God gonna support you. Amen. I want to see every family in the church blessed. I want to see all the children grow up strong and love God and serve the Lord. Amen. After this teaching, how many people say that the blessing is our inheritance? Raise your hand up. How many people believe that we are the candidate to receive the inheritance of blessing? How many people believe that if we begin to live our life to bless others with our mouth, our action, our way of life, heaven will be open and God will bless us more? How many people believe that? How many people believe that from now on, I will not just look at myself. I will forget about my, 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 me, me, me. Who are going to talk to me? Who are going to smile at me? Who are going to bless me? Who are going to feed me? You turn around and say, what can I do to bless others and forget about yourself? How many people want to live that way? I believe you can live that way. God will turn around and bless you. So I believe that this teaching, all this scripture that I read, I try to be very comprehensive in teaching the Bible here to show you that the Bible is so clear. Live a life of blessing other people. And no one can curse you. No one can destroy you. The presence of God will be with you. Even though you are thrown in the fiery furnace, the fire cannot burn you. Even though they throw you in the lion dens, the lion will smell at you and fall asleep and cannot do anything to you. You smell so good that the lion has to fall asleep. Amen? No one can harm you. Weapons that rise up against you shall not prosper because the blessing of the Lord and heaven is open over you. Everywhere you go, that place is going to be the full of the blessing of God. Amen? Let's make decision to be that kind of Christian. And the society will be blessed. Father, we thank you so much for showing us all the scriptures in the Bible. To have a comprehensive understanding of the blessing of God. And the key to open heaven. Father, help all of us not, not to just live for ourselves. Not to be selfish people. But help us to be generous, to be the blessing to the nations together, Lord. We thank you, Father, for reminding us again today. May your word that we read today be imprinted into our heart and renew our mind so that we can live according to your word. Help us to love you more so that we can love our brother and sister, Lord. That we will not be hypocrites. Just speak, but do nothing about it. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us today. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord. If you don't know Jesus yet, I want to encourage you to become a child of God. The Bible says when you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and died for your sin and you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Even one person in this room 
doesn't know the Lord, pray that way. I'm very happy to see that you are born again and come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Pray with me if you want to be a child of God, become a Christian. Father in heaven, I sin against you. I repent of my sin. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus Christ to pay for my sin. To shed His blood and died on the cross for me, I received Your forgiveness, Father. Lord Jesus, come into my life to be my God and my Savior. I love You, Lord. From now on, teach me, show me Your way. I will walk with you and serve you, bless you. I, from now on, shall be used by you to bless others. I will bless those who persecute me, talk bad about me. I will bless everyone that comes into my life. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Congratulations. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless the name of the Lord, Father. Bless your people in this room, Lord. Bless people who are watching the live stream. Put your hand upon them. Expand the territory. Bless them indeed. Use them, Father, to be the blessing to the nations in this generation, and the blessing of Abraham will flow into the thousand generation, Lord. Father, for those people whose spouses and children are not with God yet, I pray, Father, you say that you and your household shall be saved. Therefore, we believe in the household salvation. We don't walk by sight; we walk by faith. You say in the Bible, "Nothing is impossible with you." So we pray for the unsaved husband or wife or children or backslid children to come back to God. You send your angels to call them. You send your Holy Spirit to speak. To their unsaved loved ones, the whole household shall be saved. We believe nothing is impossible with you. Thank you, Father. We can stand in our faith to see miracles of salvation. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Before you, some of you have to go. I'm a total believer of what the Bible say. After I heard Pastor Sompet, he called me and say, Pastor, this is interesting. That now I'm so full of joy. I can read the Bible better than before. 
I'm convinced now the power of laying on of hand, the impartation. Actually, the man didn't even cry, didn't even laugh, didn't do. He just sit there. I lay hand on him. He changed. I believe there is some impartation of the laying on of hand. So I think, frankly, we have only 52 Sundays a year, and I'm not here every Sunday. Therefore, I will steal the blessing from you if I don't lay hand and bless you, and bless or impart something from heaven into you. How many people think that you have everything in already in life? Everything. I don't have everything in life. I need more. I need more from God. I need more wisdom. I need more faith. I need more power. I need more anointing. I need more. So I myself even need more. The same thing. You need more. So I still want to practice lay hand to impart good things from heaven into you. You may not see overnight. But you're g o i n g to see your life is better than before, and I need it too, amen. So if you have to go, I understand. Nothing personal, but if you say I want to be blessed by the laying on of hand, that God will bless me through the impartation from heaven, I will stay around to pray for you, amen. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. You show us in the scripture that Aaron lifted up his hand and blessed your people. Oh Lord, you want to bless your people, and we believe when Jesus was walking on earth, he lay hand on the children and blessed them. He lay hand on. Peter's mother-in-law and healed her. Jesus lay hand and touched people. Therefore, today, as I lay hand on your people in this room, it will not be just a ritual, but it will be the real spiritual impartation of the real spiritual blessing of God. If they need healing, if they need bl- wisdom, they need direction, strength. They need rest. They need direction. They need finances, job, good breaks, supernatural breakthroughs, deliverance, anything. May heaven be open and impart the blessing upon their life. They shall receive by faith, and it's not about my hand, but 
is your hand, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're gonna receive by faith. Good things will happen to them. Open doors in the job. I bless you in the name of Yeshua Hamakiyot. I bless you. Bless you. Impartation from heaven. Impartation. Impartation of the blessing of Abraham. Open door. Favor. Finances. Prosperity. Peace. Joy. <laughs> yes. The blessing from God. <laughs> Fire. Heaven. Touch them. Heaven touch. Yes, Lord. Impartation. 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 <laughs> Impartation of the blessing of God that will go down to the thousand generation. The blessing of Abraham. Yes, Lord. <laughs> the Lord say, I shall give you the words of wisdom. People will come to you and ask for advice. And I will pop. I will suddenly give you words of wisdom from heaven to help them so that you can be the blessing to them. Resolve the problem in their life. And this is not you. This is not you, but it's for me, say the Lord. Let me use your mouth. Let me use your mind and your spirit to bless others. Impartation of the spirit of wisdom. Words of wisdom. <laughs> yes, Lord. Use even your kids too. You shall give wisdom to your kids. Your relative, not just only your co-worker and stranger. <laughs> yes, bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless them to be a godly man, to lead the family in righteousness, in justice, in faith. Yes, Lord. Bless them indeed. In the name of Jesus Christ. We trust that this message is ministered to you. 
If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.